taking off in five, four, three, two. I know what it's like to lose, to feel so desperately that you're right. I know you do. I know you do. Yet to fail (laughs) nonetheless. It's frightening. Turns the legs to jelly. I ask you to what end? Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. And now it's here. Or should I say, I am. Thanos. One of the hottest lines of the goddamn year. When he said that shit, I was like, oh shit. We're ready. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's get it. Josh Brolin has had a year. Yeah. Hasn't he? Holy shit. I mean, when he, like, that set the whole tempo for the shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when you heard that, you're like, oh, this ain't, yeah, this this ain't is, some regular shit. This, it's not fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our year in the Fade Podcast review. That, okay. That was... Oh. <laughs> it's all slowly falling. That's, that's how that's how 2018 is, started. Pretty- <laughs> that's how it started <laughs> for a lot of people. That is pretty much the uh, microcosm for the entire year. Um, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our year-end podcast. Um, we definitely we for for one, you know, one of the biggest things that happened this year. We got the podcast up and running off oh, the yeah. ground. You know, what that I mean? might be the biggest. It thing. might be. Uh, it was the, bigger than Infinity Wars. It might have been. You know, uh, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to brag or nothing, but uh, you know, we, we changed the game. You know, we're doing things that haven't been done yet. You know, um, so yeah, uh, we definitely appreciate you guys listening to us this entire year uh, for sticking with us, and uh, we definitely will grow, get bigger, do bigger things, better things. Uh, 2019 definitely has, uh, a, a lot on the horizon. Uh, so, uh, stick with us and we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll take you to the moon. Has upward mobility for the hey. podcast. Hey, let's do it. That I'm was very, yeah. that's a very good word. Yeah. yeah. Upward yeah. mobility. You gotta, you gotta end the year with yeah. great vocabulary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> that was, uh, that was, uh, that was a plum. That was, I don't even know if I use that right, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think so. But I'll support you anyway. <laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, let's ring it in. Hey, it's your boy T.O. As you know, it's your boy O. Rain. Real name, no games, no gimmicks. And we are the Fade Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and film related, along with any other goddamn thing we want to talk about. Oh my gosh, what a what a year! Yeah, what a yeah. time to be alive. It's been it's been a very in, interesting year. I mean, you're gonna look back at this year and think uh, like blockbuster movies, yeah, and political shit, yeah. That, like that that's kind of really like so I went back and I read a couple like yearly wrap ups like month by month mm-hmm. and like literally every month throughout the course of 2018 there's mm-hmm. been like a huge political scandal within the Trump campaign it's like you can't miss it there was no month where you got a break from it well here's I, I, I think it was weird for me right because it's like if everything's a scandal then like nothing is a scandal you know yeah as, as the old thing goes but these were like official scandals though were they though because what are scandals if they don't have any results 
You know what I mean? Like if nothing actually changes as a result of them, then what does it actually matter? Like it's different. Like, so for instance, you know, um, you know, if, if they said like Obama, you know, uh, uh, you know, had been using campaign funds to like fund, uh, you know, buy paintings on himself, that would have been a scandal because they would have got him the fuck out of there just yeah. for that simple reason, you know? But that's like scandal and racism. <laughs> so it's a little bit no, different I, when you're I, a I white think, guy. I think it would have been anybody. Anybody from like well, the no. old guard, if, if, if it would have been Bush, if it would have been Clinton, if it would have been the previous Bush uh, or, or Jordan, I don't know. If oh, you, you mean like then it would have been a scandal, exactly. but now, now it's just it's, like, it's, eh, it's just a Tuesday. Yeah. But, but I feel like the year started off with like some political scandals and mm-hmm. you're like, whoa, there's no way this guy is going to last a year. But mm-hmm. by the time we got around to like June, July, yeah. then it just became the norm. Yeah, exactly. But at the beginning of the year, definitely was you know some high profile shit yeah right yeah so the year started off with um the uh, journalist michael wolf's fire and fury book yeah where he kind of like just tore into the uh like the trump campaign right mm. um and then there was the uh and this is kind of like switching gears here but like just talking about like some parallel storylines um philadelphia eagles winning the super bowl so there was yeah. like high moments like really yeah. big high moments and it was like well the high moment of that was just it wasn't even philly winning because uh, only philly cares about that uh and maybe the cowboys but uh um yeah, it was the patriots losing that was that's what everybody yeah. else wanted yeah sure. <laughs> everybody else wanted the patriots to lose nobody wanted them to win yeah yeah I, i'll agree with that because yeah. i definitely did i didn't want to see the patriots win yeah I, I, I kind of didn't want to see the Philly <laughs> uh, Philadelphia Eagles win either, yeah. just because you know their fans wouldn't shut the fuck up about it, yeah. despite the fact that it might be another like seventy years before they get another <laughs> one. But, hey, but you got one now, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so like that's how the year started, right? Some like really interesting highs, and then some like some lows that just kind of painted the picture of what was the year to come. Yeah. In in politics. And I don't even really pay attention to politics. Yeah. The the only time I get political is when I'm watching um as I refer to it now, the 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 Frank Underwood show. Um <laughs> what is that shit even called again? House of Cards. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That House of Cards. Yeah. No, and we definitely got some weirdness uh with that. We got the final season of uh House of Cards, uh, which we may or may not be talking about later in our year end uh T V and, and movie. It's on one of my lists. best and worst. I won't um, say yeah. which list yet, but I it's think on we can one already one. guess what what <laughs> that's on on your list. Um, uh, and for those who don't know, I we actually did like kind of a uh, cross brand podcast already with uh, Bitch Let's Talk podcast. Uh, we had Surrealis, uh on here. Um, uh, it was a couple weeks, a few weeks ago that we had her on, and then now we just did her show as well. So if you want to go check her year end wrap up, it's dope, hilarious, all that shit. Uh, so go check that out to hear some of our takes uh, on what she had to say. But uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad this year. I'm I'm grateful for a lot of things this year. One of them being, um, we are now in this realm of understanding what's real and what's not. That we are at least attempting to understand that. I think before in what regard? Just in almost every regard. Um, that. Now, I think we have a thirst for something more than the fakeness, but that happens to sort of like there's like two worlds right now. People who like go out and <clears throat> and search for things that are real and try to hold them tight. 
and things and people who embrace the surreal or yeah. or the non-real if you if you will where you know between social media and just general you know fake news became you know the, the hot topic you know this year um so i get the the people who kind of live in the the fantasy world that they they choose to ascribe to right the yeah. uh, what, what is that called you know the people who are and let's. I'm just gonna be straightforward. I'm talking about like the Trump supporters, the Fox News watchers, the fake news. Um, With the Fox News, the Fox Watch. News oh, like, watchers, like, the fake news. Channel? Yeah, I probably did. <laughs> that um, the, you know the all, all the fake news believers. But even but tell but me even, about like, not the, even just them though. Like it's everybody. It's not like I, I think it's easy to point to. Yeah, I mean that that's like, my first. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's first who my line. first finger gets yeah. pointed at. But. <laughs> Yeah. What do you mean by like the people who seek out the real? Like, right. Wh- who uh, are those people? So, so people who, um, who understand what, like, so I've heard a lot from people this year that they are hopping off of social media, at least for getting their news in terms of like, okay, you don't go to fucking Instagram to see what the latest news shit is. You don't, you know, you, you might go to Twitter a little bit, but even that is all, it's all tempered as far as like you're not so quick to just believe the first thing you fucking hear you you go verify what you're hearing like from multiple different sources yeah Uh, and i've heard that from multiple people both uh you know people that i just talk to casually as well as like people who i you know follow like so for instance like i remember uh i think i was hearing like charlemagne the god say like oh you know I'm, you know, quitting Twitter. I'm doing all this because it's like, yo, this just, it's, it's, it's a fantasy world there, you know? Yeah. Um, and you know, it, it's obviously he's not the first person or the only person who I heard say that this year, that it's just, I think people are starting to wake up uh, from the fact that it's all just fantasy land, you know, all that, as much as it's good to be interacting with one another, yeah, we start to build this false, uh, sense of reality, you know, where, you know, we say things to one another, like people will be online just saying shit recklessly to one another. Fuck you, go kill yourself. But if they saw that person in real life, they would never say that. You yeah. Know? And I think that. Oh, yeah. You can switch it up. Yeah. On, on uh, social oh, media. 100%. You're, you're, you're like, what do they call it? Uh, keyboard warriors. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Internet thugs. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, yeah, it, it's just it, I, I see that it's clearly not coming to an end. But I see that there's this now this movement of now nah, let's reject all that shit. Like let's yeah. let's get back to something that's at least somewhat close to reality. I wonder what the internet would be like if uh, you had to use your real name. Yeah, and you had to put the city and state in which you live. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it would be so much nicer of a place if yeah. I if I can come find you. If yeah. I knew you oh, lived. Yeah, yeah. In 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 uh in Baltimore and I knew yeah. your first and last name. Yeah. I could find you if I really put some effort into it. Oh, or, or, hey. or and you don't even need to find people. You can just send their, you know, hey, this is what your employee yeah, you know, find out where oh, you work. I love that. that was probably my favorite thing of 2018. I feel like yeah. a lot of that happened in 2018 yeah. where people got caught out of character on film somewhere and then hey Bank of America, one of your loan officers was at Walmart. Yeah talking that shit <laughs> and then and then that person ends up yeah. getting like fired i love that shit yeah I, I i feel mixed about it because it's like like if i express something like that's like saying like hey if you go to work 
like think of the half the crazy shit you say, period, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if somebody were to take any one of those things and go to your employer and be like, this is what they're saying, that paints a really bad picture, even yeah. though it's like a one time snapshot of like it doesn't paint the full picture, right? It doesn't, yeah. it just now, gives them. I say crazy shit, but none yeah. of it is ever like truly rooted in like prejudice or like mm-hmm. racism or meant to be intentionally harmful. But like when you see this stuff on, um, like let's say you know someone in Walmart, you know some like old white guy telling a bunch of like Middle Eastern people like, "Get the fuck out of our country, you terrorists!" and blah blah blah. Yeah, I love when that person gets <laughs> get, gets jammed up at work. Like, yeah, hey Bob. You don't work here anymore That's as like, of today. I, I love that. I, I always feel weird about that, though, because I don't know. It's just something about it that's just like, hmm. Like, it, and, and I think we're looking at it from the perspective of, okay, if they say something like racist, okay, like, cool. Like, we, we'd be cool with that. But what if it was like something that was, could, can, like, as guys, what if it's something that can be considered sexist? And we're like, I mean, you know, uh, growing up, we said crazy shit all the time to one another. About you know about women and what if you're just to take any number of those things and be like all right here's what your employer has said in in, in the past about women you know well, i mean like, yeah yeah there's well, there's there's definitely a meter for it right like you know if somebody just gets caught off guard saying something maybe they should have treaded lightly on yeah sure don't don't fire this guy who's been working for this company for 20 years because he said uh you know chick has a nice ass or whatever right yeah again if it's something like like harmfully damaging like prejudice racist sexist in in like a very negative way mm-hmm. uh, or an intentionally harmful way yeah yeah get, get him out of there <laughs> but um uh, if it's just a slip a freudian slip or, or yeah. whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. eh, let him keep his job yeah it's when people in like very um important positions mm-hmm get caught up that's when i'm like yo yeah definitely get that person out of there for example um if someone works at like a bank you know i'm gonna use like wells fargo right dirty motherfuckers um if someone is like a home loan officer or specialist at wells fargo Mm -hmm. who gets caught saying a bunch of like you know racist or sexist shit online or homophobic stuff online Mm -hmm. that person needs to get out of there because you know what they're doing they're taking those internet beliefs into the workplace they're, yeah, but they're like denying home loans to whatever group of people they may dislike yeah. for the same reasons they're talking shit on the Internet. Yeah, I, I would have to agree with that, that, yeah, like when somebody really does have some like heinous beliefs and then they kind of secretly take that into the workplace and then they're, you know, they're caught, so to speak, uh, you know, believing whatever it is that they believe, then, yeah, they should probably be removed from the positions of power. Uh, but I, I would say it's a very complex issue that i think is okay when somebody who is not on your side gets jammed up but when somebody who's on your side gets jammed up then you're like i don't know I'm yeah they did get yet. cosby this year yeah. i was Wait, cosby was on your side i like bill cosby dirty you take, motherfucker you could take him and his goddamn pudding and go right to jail I <laughs> dirty son of a fuck. bitch that cosby yeah but i was kind of like damn like Damn, it's it's hard to see your you. heroes. That's 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 another theme of this year. We we saw a lot of uh, heroes fall. Yeah, and it's because of the Me Too movement. Who, I think other than Cosby, who uh, give me some other big names? Who who took a tumble this year? Well, Kevin Spacey. Ah yes, um, Francis Underwood. Yeah, 
Um, or was that last year? I can't. Uh, no, it, was it, it was this year. I was think. This year, yeah. Top of the top of the year is yeah. when like all of that stuff happened. Went down. Yeah. And then I still question who were that kid's parents <laughs> that let him over Kevin Spacey's house yeah. at well, you midnight. Can't, well, you can't not. when you, he was fourteen. You, you or can't whatever. blame the parents or whatever. Like at the end of the day, the buck has to stop somewhere, and it it stops with the person who did the shit. Yeah, like, come on. Like it, that's like saying. You know, one of your you know cousins or nephews or somebody you know, and I'm not saying I don't know if you have somebody who's of that age, but like like spends the night at your place and you know something happens, and you're like, oh, well, you shouldn't let them over. It's like, no, maybe you shouldn't be creepy as fuck. Yeah, maybe let's try that. Yeah, yeah. Then there will be no problem. <laughs> I bet when the kid or when this whole story broke, the kid's parents were like, "Why didn't you tell us ten years ago? We could have already <laughs> wrote the book, made millions." <laughs> <laughs> they were probably just mad at all the money they lost out yeah. on. Yeah, because they knew what they were doing when they sent their son to Kevin. I bet. Well, it, I bet it was like the, the dad. Like, well, he was probably the stepdad. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Just <laughs> go to Kevin Spacey's house. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I what well, I actually wonder that about not necessarily about Kevin Spacey because I think it was like with him it was still on kind of the low low in terms of the rumors and shit around him. I think, yeah, I think that way about Michael Jackson, where it was so high pro- uh, profile. The shit that you know people are accusing him of—that mm-hmm. was just like at this point, if you do send your kid to go play with Michael Jackson, now you're just you're just knowingly walking into the lion's den. Yeah, and it's just why would you do that? Yeah, unless you were looking for a fucking check, why would you do that? Yeah, I would never. I love Michael. I love his music. Love I'll play Michael. it to the end of the day. But I would. I'm d- not gonna send my kid look, to go hang out at Michael Jackson. Look, house. and if I do, I'm sending him strapped. You yeah. know, I'm sending him with a with something to get him off him. You know, yeah. with a shank or something. You <laughs> hey, know? baby, do you have your backpack, your boots, your hat? You got that Glock? Okay, All right. is it loaded? Hey, do you have a couple clips? Take, okay. take the safety Tight. off. Good, good, good. I'll pick you up at nine. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of high profile people. Uh. You know, uh, less Munez Muvez with uh. Was it CBS? Got jammed up. Oh, is that uh, the shorty who told uh, LeBron to shut up and dribble? No, that's the dude who. Uh, no, no, that that's. Oh, that's um. What's her name? Um, Laura Ingram off of uh Fox News. Uh, yeah. She didn't really get jammed up. I mean, there have been a couple of sponsors that le- left their show because of the crazy shit. That she you know, said, she didn't get jammed. Nah, but uh, nah, I mean, talk. Up. What what a huge spin for LeBron to take that and then yeah. use it as like a platform to. Uh, he, what he had the shut up and dribble like documentary or. I think um, so. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I yeah, didn't watch yeah. It, but. I mean. You know, she, she got a little bit of backlash for it, but again, he and LeBron's had a great year. Yeah, he's on. He's had a run great this year. year. He's had a run this year. He, um, uh, he obviously NBA well, championship, or at well, least he lost. Like, in the he he lost, but yeah. he, he fucking went. You know, yeah. How many people have accomplished that? To even it's their players who don't even fucking make it to the ship. Yeah, this well, guy I, has I been six in the, times in the NBA. It's weird because uh, I think a lot of players end up making it just because they end up joining teams that they know are going to go and with how free agency works in the NBA it's much I think different than the NFL where there's a more likelihood that you're like okay after this year you're done you're just going to hop around to like the next team the next team next team yeah. and then you can even have a longer career because it's just not as physically demanding as football is mm-hmm. so I think a lot of players who just should not have gotten rings because they were on terrible teams oh yeah we know Robert up, Ori yeah. shouldn't have like three <laughs> rings we, we know that well, no 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 Robert Ori should Absolutely. If there's anybody who should, it's Robert Orr. He's you contributed. Think, well, now, now, granted, he did hit some big, big game winners. Great teams: the Lakers, San Antonio, 
Come on. Um, Robert already deserves it. Give him two rings. I don't know if he <laughs> deserves the third. Um, yeah. But yes, but like in this case, LeBron carried the, yeah. the he, he, Carried the entire team through the bitch. Yeah. So you know he gets some he gets some respect for that. Um, he opened up the school. The what was the I promise, I promise school, school in Cleveland. Yeah. Um, his uh, HBO series. Uh, what is it? Barbershop talk. Yeah, sure. barbershop talk. Yeah. Which is actually good. I've I've watched every episode uh, so far. It's, it's a good show. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna switch gears to somebody who's well. I guess it's in the same wheelhouse. Somebody who's taking. Uh, a massive L this year. Well, a mixed bag this year. Mm. A very mixed bag. Do you know who I'm going to go to? You know who I'm going to go to. I don't know. You got. You got to give it to me. Uh, give me the first name. Will that? Oh, will that? Yeah, of course that will give it away. Give me the last name. No, that will also <laughs> give it away. <laughs> give me. Uh, I the will give industry you. They I will give you in. what? Uh, Come on, you know who I'm talking about. Nah, nigga. Who's that? Yay. What do you mean? Rick James? <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, no, man. Yay was scoop, whoop de whoop. Where the fuck that shit was? <laughs> yeah, Yay's taking a, he's taking an L. Yeah. Big well, L. He, he's taking sort of an L this year because he came out with the whole good music shit. They came out with their whole rollout, which gave us some some hits as well as they gave us some Oh, misses. yeah. I mean, Tiana Taylor's album. Oh, it's phenomenal. I think Incredible. it might be the best of the bunch. I don't know. I think I like Tiana's the best out of everybody's there. Although I didn't really listen to everybody's mm-hmm. as well as I uh, listened to uh, I, I listened to his. Uh, Pushing T's album, Push Daytona. T's, I listened to that um, really well. Incredible. Um, I, I listened to Nas's. Apparently, not a lot of people like Nas's album, which is weird because I, I, I dig it. I didn't love it, yeah. um, but it was a very good album. Yeah. Um, and then uh, obviously you have Kid Cudi and Kanye, and then Kanye solo. The Kid Cudi uh, the Kanye album's uh, garbage. Mm-hmm. The Kanye solo album, Yay. Yeah. Garbage. Yeah. Um, didn't Kid Cudi also drop like a solo album? Because they dropped a joint so. album. Yeah, it would have been know. garbage. I, I've never liked. <laughs> I, I'm taking. A, I've never a, liked yeah. Kid Cudi. There's a theme here. Yeah, that, yeah. He wasn't good in uh, the Need for Speed movie. Well, uh, that movie his, his album wasn't, wasn't good, good. In itself. I, there's no reason to single him out. It's, it's just a terrible movie. You know, it was a shitty movie, no, but Kid, he is he particularly wasn't good. I didn't no, like that. No, I've seen him being great. Uh, one of my favorite shows, uh, How to Make It in America, which was back in like 2010. Um, he was really good in that in that show, and that show's lasted a couple seasons. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't uh, like it. HBO. Yeah. I okay. didn't see it. You I didn't, didn't like it. it. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> that's how that's how it works. That's how this this era works. I didn't see it, and I don't like it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like Kanye took some L's. He had some like, I don't know. I, I think you 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 really take the L when you kind of like accept it, or you just let the story run, mm-hmm. and you just say like. Like, damn, you know, I took the L. Like, yeah. You know, but in Kanye's case, he never accepted the L. He, he returned it to sender, <laughs> right? Like, hey, yeah. I didn't get that package. Well, uh, apparently, Kanye doesn't take You got to respect that. Uh, in his mind. But I, I think, and then if you couple that whole, the, that, that whole rollout with his whole, clearly, like the whole comments that he kept making all year, the, the whole MAGA hat situation, um, here's the thing. I don't. I don't fault Kanye for taking a different stand than what the conventional wisdom is, right? In fact, I kind of applaud that. And honestly, in a way, that's kind of how I am. Now, I clearly don't share his views. Yeah. But I'm 
kind of all for diverse thought. But the thing is, you actually have to complete the 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 sentence there. Yeah, thought, right? Like you, it's not enough just to be different. You actually have to think about the shit that you do and you say. And I applaud him trying to be different, but you have to have. In, in order you have to know to, why you're, you're trying saying to be the different. shit you're saying, yeah. why you're doing the things that there has to be a reason behind it. You can't just you can't just like, I'm different. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm doing different but shit like when none of the stuff it. you're doing is making yeah. sense. Yeah. And so, you know, he comes out and he's saying, you know, hey, uh, you know, I, I love this guy, Donald Trump, you know. But the thing is, he doesn't ever like give context for why he loves him. Now, we kind of know now that, OK, well, he loves him because he loves his uh, sort of bravado and his more of his like personality from the standpoint that Donald Trump basically tries to um, he, he, he tries to disrupt the norm. Yeah. You know, uh, at least on the surface, uh, that's what it seems like he's doing. Um, and so that I can kind of understand. But when you do that in such a polarized like era of, hey, if you fuck with this dude, you at the very minimum, you have to like either understand the shit that he's saying and he's doing um, or um, or you have to explain to people why you feel a certain way about him. You know what I mean? Like you can't just be like, I love this dude. Because then everybody's immediately going to think you love all the shit that he's saying as far as like his policies and, and all the other shit. And so I think Kanye West, uh, I think Van Lathan said it best. He said Kanye West exercises uh, or or um, there's a lack of thought. Uh, yeah. or, and I'm paraphrasing here and I'm probably getting it a little wrong. But no, that's it. Um, but he, he said uh, this is the exact example of lack of thought, right? That he's not actually thinking through his decisions. And I think if you look at Kanye as a whole this year, I think that's and clearly he has the whole mental inish, uh, issue, which is why I'm saying this is all a mixed bag, because it's like he did kind of shed a light on mental illness, but then turn right around and try to weaponize it. And then weaponize it, it. Uh, yeah. Which is just like, all right, well, that's, no, you're, 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 you're defeating your own cause here. Yeah, I think, like, Kanye has taken L's, but, like, his, the things he's produced, the projects, like, actual creative work he's done, mm-hmm. those have been the winners, right? Mm-hmm. The music he's produced this year, um, whether it's, like, songs that he's actually been on and recorded on, or whether he was just behind the production of it, um, you know the the Yeezy brand is definitely it, it's it's getting bigger. It's getting better. Like you know, he's got more product dropping. Um, the sales and the revenue behind like the Yeezy line is it's doing better and better every year. Um, uh, he's he's been a part of some other productions outside of footwear and music too, uh, like fashion shows. Um, uh, uh, didn't he do the the porn awards or whatever? He was oh, like the creative director. It wouldn't surprise me for the porn awards. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he ended the year pretty big. Just bought a fourteen million dollar condo in Miami. Is that tight? That's not small. That's dope. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Fuck, I wish I could. He's Kanye. <laughs> and he does dope shit, right? Or isn't that what Dave Chappelle said? He's yeah. like, I'm dope, nigga, I'm the, and I do dope shit. <laughs> I do dope shit. <laughs> <laughs> um. But like I don't know when it comes. I want to see him come back in 2019. Like, nah, I think I, I think I'm good. No, I'm like, good nah, like the, the music is still good. I just want to. Uh, apparently, he like moved back to Chicago or like relocated, Means or he's nothing. relocating Kanye back to Chicago. Kanye is in outer space. Uh, I think I think he can come back. No, no, and but like, and the reason why I say he's in outer space is because when you combine, um, 
pretty much his personality with an, just a never-ending ego. Yeah. You're, once, you're, once you're out there, you're out there. I don't know, man. If they can figure out how to defeat Thanos in Infinity War <laughs> Part 2 and bring half the universe uh, back, yeah. I hope they... Because Kanye definitely dissolved. Yeah. Right? When, when, <laughs> Thanos, when Thanos snapped that finger, yeah. um, hopefully the good Kanye comes back. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's a segue to, it's been a big year for movies and shows. It's been a huge year. And, and it's weird because I, you know, online I, I hear, you know, and I see a bunch of different comments about, Oh, it's been a down year for movies. I'm like, what the fuck have you been watching? Yeah. It's been no. a great year for movies. It's, it's, I, I don't know what the, the box office total is. Uh, and honestly, I really don't care all that much. But for the sake of what I'm trying to argue, I would have to think it's it's been a, a historic year. Because yeah. uh, didn't you, Black you Panther break all Black, the records? Black and then Panther, Infinity War Infinity came in and War. broke those records. Uh, you also had Jurassic World this year, which is a garbage movie, but still moves, garbage moves ticket sales. Yeah, um, you, you had a lot of big ticket items this year mm-hmm. um, that uh, didn't disappoint. You know. I think maybe one of the, well, well, obviously we'll talk about this one, uh, best and worst, but uh, one of the ones that, that didn't necessarily make my list for one of the worst is a solo. Um, I saw like a little bit of solo. I saw maybe like a half hour solo and I just was like, yeah, I'm good. Um, <laughs> and I don't usually do that, but I think, I, I I don't know, like I was hungry at the time. So I was like, I think I'll just go make myself a sandwich instead of watching this movie. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah when you just when, when you're watching a movie and you're just like, yeah, I'm going to do something else. <laughs> that's when you know the shit is bad. Like, yeah. that's how I felt when I was watching episode one of um, House of Cards. I was yeah. literally just like, <laughs> uh, let me clip my toe. <laughs> Like you can't even yeah. like it's stuff that you can also do at the same time. Yeah. But you're like, I'd rather focus on this. Yeah. You know, this I'd is rather a, this is more this deserves my all my attention. Let me <laughs> reorganize my side drawer. Like when you're doing shit like that, let me let, let me bundle up the the matching socks and find those missing socks. Finally, I already I have the time to do it now Yo, because I'm not watching this movie. Why is it that even in your own home, yeah. when a sock goes a missing, sock. Yeah. you never find it. Yeah, it's always because it's stuck in a dumb place or it's caught in something, right? So it's always like caught like in a shirt. So like five weeks later, when you finally break open that shirt, some, it's something like comes tumbling. It's like on the inside out. sleeve. It's, it's, the, it's the worst <laughs> thing. I, like, I, I feel like on all socks, we should put like some sort of tracking device, right? And just see the mm. journey that they go on. Like, you know what I mean? That End will, up that's in some movie. crazy places. That's a, that's a, like, what if it, like you had a sock, you had a tracking device and it like somehow it ended up in like fucking like Beijing and you're like, how? So <laughs> like, I'm going home. <laughs> going to find my father. <laughs> I'm going back to where it all began. Uh, <laughs> I got to go back to the source. <laughs> where the path of the one ends. <laughs> um, should we just go ahead and uh, jump right into it? I know Let's the it, ladies yeah. and gentlemen of the audience have been waiting for it. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to hit you with the goods right now. We're going to hit you with the best, the worst the of best, 2018. The worst. Hey, let's get it. Um, Yeah. So, uh, how do you want to do this? How do you want to start? Do you want to start with shows? I think we should start with shows. Yeah. Because I feel a little more passionately about movies. This was the down year for shows for me. I have a mixed list. So I have like a mix. You mix them up? Who does that? What are you doing? 
Do better, man. I don't know. <laughs> wait, wait. So do, can, I've can, lost can do... myself in this final day. <laughs> this I don't know who disaster. I am anymore. <laughs> uh, 20 ending, uh, 2018 is ending on a curious note for Rain. Yeah. He is uh, an existential crisis. I've got a good list of both. We, let's okay. start with shows. Uh, okay. Best shows. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, you, you can you can, you can can pop it off. Uh, give me the, the worst shows of the year for you. Worst shows of the year. You know what? I don't yeah. have a... Um, uh, a deep list of the worst shows, but I'm going to throw a few of them out there. Yeah. Um, most of them I have seen mm-hmm. or, you know, everything on my list I have seen. There's like one or two that I haven't seen. Yeah. And, and we should, for those reasons. And we should preface this with, and I didn't really necessarily check with you before this, but I'm sure you're on the same wavelength. This is the best and the worst of shit we've seen. Right. I understand there's other shit out there that's clearly worse or better than, or potentially better than some of the shit we've seen. But we can only comment on the shit we've actually seen. I'm tired of seeing people comment on shit that they clearly did not watch. That yeah. they clearly heard. Other people saying, oh, this is garbage. And they're like, oh, that's garbage. I, you know, you're right. It is yeah. garbage. And it's like, no, you didn't actually watch the shit. On that note, I haven't seen <laughs> <laughs> This Is Us. But fuck that show. Dude. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm so tired of hearing about that nah, show. I can't. I can't stand by this. I can't. No, I, I've, I've got to say it. fuck that shot. I, I, and, and I know I'm breaking the rule here. You are breaking the rule. But you start with breaking the rule, then you come back to the rule. Or you just don't break the rule at all. No, it's like a relationship. You know, you got you get a new girlfriend. <laughs> it's okay to cheat in the beginning. <laughs> it's not okay to cheat three years uh, in. Uh, if in the why? first two weeks, yeah. you, you've got a 14 business day window <laughs> <laughs> to cheat in a new relationship. <laughs> Okay, because it's still it's still new. I feel like you're trying to convince yourself more than you're trying to convince me. Yeah, I'm just I'm just I didn't make the rules. That who made the rules? That if you didn't make them, I don't know. (laughs) Kanye, (laughs) just blame Kanye for everything. But okay, so I didn't see that. But fuck that show. Okay, uh, you know I may watch it in 2019. Yeah, what what makes you say fuck that show? Mandy Moore. I hate I Mandy, Mandy Moore. Moore. Why do you hate Mandy, Mandy Moore? Mandy Moore and Kesha and uh, what do you mean? What's, yeah, I don't like first Mandy for all. How do they even? Do, what are, are they sisters? I, don't know, I feel you? like they're friends, <laughs> and they just <laughs> you're making some wild. How do we make right more bad music? <laughs> Mandy Moore made good music. She had uh, some songs that I can't remember. Um, a, st- a walk to remember. Tastes just like candy. Remember that? That is not Mandy Moore. That was Mandy Moore. Remember she did the remix. That is not Mandy Moore. That that is uh, Khalees. No, you're thinking of um. I taste just like candy. There was a candy song that Mandy Moore did. I think I vaguely remember what you're talking about, but clearly, I taste just like candy is not coming out of Mandy Moore's lips. There's a song. I, 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 we'll get back to it. But anyway, yeah. so going to my list of shit that I have seen, yeah. um, best shows of uh, of 2018. Yeah, I gotta put Ozarks on there as the best show. As uh, you know what. Or the worst show? It, it, the it goes shows. on my best list. Okay. So are we, are we doing best no, shows? No, we're doing worst. We're doing you, worst? You, you definitely got confused. Yeah, yeah I got it confused. Okay, <laughs> never mind. So, so, so we're going to jump over to, we're going to jump over to worst. Yeah, yeah. Um, Defenders. It's going to be a Ooh. lot of Netflix Marvel shit. Wait, that came out this year? Yeah. That was 2018? Earlier this year, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like the early. Defenders. 2018? Think so? Nah, I think that was 2017, bro. Let me double check. Yeah, that. double check yeah, that yeah, for yeah. me. I'll, I'll, I got you. Go ahead and proceed, though. But basically, season two of anything that was on <laughs> Netflix this year, yeah, 
from Marvel was horrible. Um, season two of Jessica Jones was bad. Yeah. Season two of Luke Cage was bad. Yeah. Uh, the Defenders was bad. Um, uh, Daredevil. It was on season three this year. This was kind of good, but yeah. it, you know, it was okay. I'm not gonna say it was good. I'm not gonna say it was bad. It was okay, but it still goes on my like worst list because yeah. I just have h- high expectations. Yeah. And when there's so much like rich and better story to be told, and you tell me that story, yeah, you're going on my worst list. So I have some bad news. Uh, that was indeed actually 2017. Well, I, I watched was... it in 2018. Uh, <laughs> 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 so I guess that it must mean that it uh, came out in 2018 since you just. But when, it when did the Defenders come? Was it like end August. of 17? August. It was August. Yeah. Damn, yeah, bro, time way flies. Off, way off. It does. It, Shit. Honestly, it, it, it doesn't. Like, that I was still like feel like middle I'm of 2017. It really was. Why yeah. am I? You know what? It, that just, it, it it rolled into 2018 of yeah. how shitty um, that whole Marvel the, sort of yeah, you know, everything yeah. everything on Netflix from Marvel just has been bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I when I get into best shows, I'll 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 I'll, I'll kind of break that theory. But okay, see. yeah. Give me one. Okay. Do you want me to run through my list? Yeah, uh, let's, no, no, let's, I can, I can, we can let's, let's bounce here. back and forth. Yeah, uh, Altered Carbon. Uh, this was a show. It's kind of like a sci-fi show mm-hmm. on Netflix. Uh, uh, and I forgot. And I, I want to look up the name of the lead actor. But um, uh, it, it was one of those shows that I saw the trailer for. I got excited because it, it kind of took me back to the idea of, or or it looked, it, it felt like um, uh, Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. It had that very sort of, um, uh, sort of film noirish slash, uh, you know, um, uh, sci-fi vibe to it, uh, where you know you you have the detective, but it's it's futuristic, uh, you know, and, and it, it was it was cool, it was it was packaged correctly, you know, with the trailer, uh, and then I watched the first couple of episodes, I was like, okay, okay, uh, you guys are clearly setting me up for something, and this is this is one of one of my pet peeves right if you have a show that's or even a story that's mediocre right you have to like and i think i've said this on the podcast before you have to set me up for something later like if you give me something that's mediocre i'll I'll, I'll be with you right i'll be with you unless it's just bad point example solo it was so bad that i just i just didn't care to finish it yeah um but if you're like middle of the road kind of like okay this might be bad but let's see where this is going your payoff has to be exceptional right you cannot let me down in the end you have to basically m night Shyamalan this shit right <laughs> like if you're the middle of your or your beginning and middle are kind of garbage a little bit mm-hmm. okay but you got to give me something down the road that's going to make me be like this is the reason why you sat two hours for this shit right or with a show sat for however long with it altered carbon promises the entire season we're gonna be something we're gonna be something and you never at any point be something yeah it's so unfulfilling to watch that show because it never turns into like anything that you think is important wise uh interesting it just it's garbage pretty much from start to end but it has a promise of being something more and it just never does it's an interesting concept if i just told you the concept it's basically like this show about uh, a, 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 a sort of like a, a cop who uh, can 
uh, change bodies essentially like he, this is again futuristic so they can essentially put your essence into different bodies and so he's had this you know previous life all this other stuff but he's put into a new body uh although he's been in basically in jail for like the last they kept they kept his essence in like jail for like the last however long um but they need him to solve a particular case so they break him or not break him out but they let him out to solve this case in a new body but he is dealing with some of the old things from his life like some of the old people he's come in contact with and there's this mystery in his past that he's trying to solve that kind of ties into this new mystery that he's trying to solve now yeah that actually sounds pretty good sounds awesome complete garbage <laughs> complete garbage uh so uh, altered carbon is, is one of mine uh do i do what you want me to go again or um, so like to be honest a lot of my list was was the marvel netflix just yeah. stuff just because like when i wrote one down yeah then another one came. Yeah. Then another one came. Yeah. Um. So, but I do want to jump into and and we we mentioned this um earlier in the show and I just kind of have to talk through it again. Mm-hmm. Um, House of Cards. Mm-hmm. You know what a terrible way to end something that that was so good for so long. Yeah. You know, five seasons of House of Cards, phenomenal. Yeah. Even the down seasons where they did Yeah, season five was kind of a down season five and maybe even seasons four were, were kind of down seasons for me. I would say season four to me was a bit of a down season. It yeah. was just kinda like, uh, you know, I'm just gonna watch through it. They introduced new new characters, um I think like new storylines developed. You saw the development of um uh, Mrs. Underwood, uh, what, Claire, Claire Underwood. Yeah. Robin Wright. Um, yep. You saw the development of her character in, se- in season four kind of like starting to, you know, become an individual within the campaign, within the presidency, someone who you, you clearly saw was going to have a, a bright future. Yeah. Uh, maybe with Frank, but in a bigger role or, or without Frank, right? Yeah. Um, season five, um, to me, to me, it, it picked up a bit, right? Frank got shot and... Um, a, a lot of like controversy within the cabinet. So I had high hopes for season six. I was like, the writing is going to be phenomenal. The storyline, everything is just going to converge um, uh, a little bit more in terms of like, you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna have to close the season out strong, right? So all the storylines that have been building are, are going to converge here and now. It is going to be great. And then it wasn't. Yeah. And then they, not only was it not great, episode one was so bad. As I was watching, it really felt like, it was kind of insulting. Like, <laughs> you know, this is, like, this is, I've given you my time over the course of these five, the, the previous five seasons. And this is how you pay, you know, say thanks for the for, for, for my time and my attention. Um, they killed off Frank Underwood yeah. with no explanation. They, they they try to give an explanation, but it was very convoluted and uh, and, and again that that was the insult, right? Like yeah. you're you're they're insulting our intelligence by just thinking like yeah they'll they'll just keep watching and it, it just unknowingly or you know they they won't ask any questions about why Frank is dead, how did he die, why is he gone? We're just gonna continue the show as if well to be they fair, know to be fair to them they were put into a kind of a box, right? Uh, we talked about it on the last podcast of you know they essentially they you know all the allegations against kevin spacey popped up and that was like right in the middle of them doing production for season six uh so they had a you know they had uh they had to react to it or they felt like they had to react to it where uh all these allegations are going on this is we're right in the middle of the me too movement 
this is clearly a high profile actor and clearly there's truth to some at least some of these allegations um so you you're you're thinking about how history will remember you you know mm-hmm. um and uh, uh yeah, history I, I won't that, yeah it, <laughs> it will not remember you because this could have been one of the greatest shows of all time if it would have stuck the landing right yeah it did not stick the landing and it was because they chose to get rid of Kevin Spacey early, which it's very debatable whether that's the right or wrong move. It's the right from, I think, a moral mm-hmm. angle. It's the wrong for your legacy. Like, yeah. you know, like, especially like if this is the last season, like it depend, it, it would be a completely different story if you're like, okay, we're going to do like three more seasons after this. We got to get rid of this guy. Cool. Because you did have the chance to build proper storylines. But you, you have, don't do it in the End. In the end, you like, don't bench your starter Jesus. in the fourth quarter. Like, because this is this is the equivalent of Bill Belichick benching Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl, and yeah. you're just like, "Yo, we came all this way. This is clearly your best guy." Yeah, and then no, you're you, just gonna you, sit no, him. You know what this is? This is the Seahawks not oh, yeah, right giving the ball to Marshawn Lynch <laughs> on the one yard line. He is your best player yeah. and you're going to throw the you're going to throw an interception yeah, instead and lose when yeah. you had Marshawn Lynch in the backfield. Yeah. Now House of Cards you guys have Kevin fucking Spacey, yeah. a gr- phenomenal actor. Yeah. And then in season 6 when yeah. the game is on the line and yeah. you know what? I don't even think the game was on the line for them. Reputations, you know. No, the game, they, the game was on the line because, like I said, to me, season four and season five were kind of down years. So the reason so why season six, season had to be six was going to be the final season was because they're like they're looking around like, yo, this is it, guys. Like we don't, <laughs> we don't have much more room yeah. to go. You know. Okay, hey, the the game was on the line. Yeah, you stick with your guy. Yeah. Give him the ball. Yeah. Give, give. For at least part of it, right? Like, I'm not saying you make him the, because clearly I think the show was shifting from him to Claire Underwood, Robin Wright's character. Um, and everybody wanted that. Like, I, yeah. I think we got so fucking tired of uh, 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 Frank Underwood doing dirty shit. We're like, yo, at some point he has to get his. Like, you know See, what I mean? I never and get you tired wanted of to it. sit. No, like, well, okay, you might have some issues. You might need to, you might, <laughs> I want more need to handle dirty that shit. in therapy. I don't know. Do more dirt, Frank. <laughs> that was me all through five and six, or uh, four um, and five. Four and five. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I think that you 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 at least give like you give him a proper ending, and not because of Kevin Spacey, because of the character. And it, the reason why you do it because of the character is for your audience, right? Like the people who stuck with you through five, six seasons, um, you give them at least a little bit something of what they want, even if it's not exactly what they wanted, you know. And I think, in some degree, again, like even if you're saying like you just kept wanting them to do bad shit, but there is something rewarding in seeing the bad guy because Kevin Spacey, uh, Kevin Spacey was, or Frank Underwood was the villain of that show. Yeah, you know? and and when I say like I want to see him do more bad shit, I mean obviously I want. I, more important than that, I want to see the character develop. Mm-hmm. I want to see the storyline develop. And yes, he, it is rewarding to see the bad guy being held accountable yeah. for their actions or taking some losses. Um, again, I, for me, it just goes back to they should. I think they're all going to look back and have like, and I'm sure they're looking back now, and maybe that, regretting their yeah, decisions. After that video, you, um, put out, yeah. you finish strong and then you apologize. You can't. That that's not like a blanket statement that goes for everything. Yeah. What, what is the old saying? Uh, ask for forgiveness, not permission. Yeah. 
hey, they should have they, they should have they should have said all right Kevin hurry up we're gonna we're gonna get these last four <laughs> episodes out these weeks we're, we're gonna film all four episodes <laughs> this week we're gonna knock this out yeah. and then we'll apologize at yeah. the end of next week no I think I, I think and people may say I'm wrong people may call me an asshole but I think that's exactly what the fuck they should have done because it would have it would have changed the entire dynamic of their again their legacy like the legacy of the show like forget the people who play them for a second the show like your your fans like it's like you know if, if you listen to somebody's album right if you if you go out and you uh it, you know you have a favorite artist they just put out an album in stores right back in the day not now not now you could just do two clicks of a button but Back in the day, you had to go out. You had to get in the fucking. Co- if it's winter time, you got to get in the fucking car. Shit's mm-hmm. cold as shit. You got to wait. That old Chevy. The, the windows defrost. <laughs> it takes about five hours for that to fucking happen. You got to drive your rickety ass car over to the fucking mall or wherever else is selling the shit. You got to wait in fucking line with other assholes, you know, who are being dicks, you know. Um, and you got to pay your money to purchase this album, right? And if at the end of all that, what you give me is complete an incomplete piece of work. I'm never buying your shit again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't trust you anymore, you know? I And it's fucked up because I've stuck with you through your previous shitty albums, you know, uh, of going to doing the same process of going out, buying your shit, and then coming back and, 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 and deciding, hey, I want to go back again and buy the shit again when they put another thing out. You're not rewarding me for my loyalty to you, you know? And in fact, you're essentially saying thanks sucker you yeah. know because you'll put up you'll 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 buy anything i put out i don't give a shit you know i'll put yeah. the, the, the issue i have with kanye west and and his specifically his music is you'll buy my shit regardless of what i say what i do you'll buy my shoes i don't care i can act crazy i can do crazy things you'll still buy it because you're stupid like that's essentially what they're saying to me yeah well i got apple music so the shit is, <laughs> <laughs> the shit it, 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 it just yeah, this shows up example, on my phone so this is an example that's more plumb uh, fuck you Kanye. Yeah. 20 years ago yeah, yeah. yeah it was definitely um in 19 no no even, even in 2005 in yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was still very yeah. <laughs> but now yeah now that's not and I'm, I'm just listening in my headphones yeah. like ah fuck this you hit I'm the gonna, preview like, <laughs> uh, like yeah, i'm gonna go listen to some other station <laughs> yeah yeah all right uh so you're, you're done with that um okay uh and again i, I have this top five list so ultra carbon was five supernatural is number four uh, the reason why Supernatural is number four is because we have to bring this madness to an end. The show has been going on for about 14 seasons now. Mm. This is unnecessary for every fucking reason. Like, it, it, like it's like watching... It's like it, For me, it's like watching uh, when, they, when Rob Dole was at George uh, Bush's funeral and they propped him up and then they held his hand up to like salute yeah. George. And I was just like, Stop this! Like, like, you're gonna be in this box soon. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Like just this he's looks like, terrible. He, he probably like, wanted to get in the box. Like <laughs> bury me too. <laughs> Yo. Yo, is, is there one here? For me? <laughs> um. Uh. So. Uh. You know, Supernatural is one of those shows that I thought the the first five seasons, specifically seasons four and five, were fantastic. I think it's some of the best television I've ever watched. Right. Mm-hmm. After that, it gets a little hairy, season six. And you knew it. It should have ended after season five. Like, literally, the creator of the show was like, I've only, like, planned this out for five seasons. And literally, everything about the season finale for season five feels like the series finale. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the last, like, ten seconds, like, they 
show something that makes you think, oh, there's there more be to more. this, right? Yeah. But it was just clearly just tacked on at the end to so that they can continue. But so he, how, how many seasons now? 14? It's about 14 seasons. Wow. You got to wrap is, that up. I, 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 like, I want to applaud it for lasting this long. But, okay, and I'll give you the perfect example for the counter to what I'm saying with uh, Supernatural is um, uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is also on its 13th or 14th season, but it's still hilarious. Yeah. It's still a great show, right? And I don't know how. I don't know how they. It doesn't have it. to follow, like, a. I mean, there, there's like underlying storylines. But there's no but consistent. It, it yeah. can be random and funny. Yeah. But it. it, it but even with that, that still takes talent to stay funny 14 years in. Yeah. Look, I watched a Simpsons episode like, you know, a few uh, a few months ago. I was like, no, just no to everything about this. Like, yeah. this is just bad, you know, um, because it's just not the Simpsons. Look, people can hate me for saying it. Simpsons just aren't funny anymore. They haven't been funny to me since like the early 2000s, maybe yeah. even 90s. You yeah, know? I haven't seen the Simpsons in like. Years, years because they just fell off man like yeah. it, just i think to me funny. it just wasn't you know my uh taste in uh in in that type of comedy mm-hmm. changed yeah uh, like south park well, is still not, hilarious not really because it has the same sensibilities as a, a, a south park as uh, a family guy it has the same sensibilities as that it's maybe a little different in terms of the, their delivery method mm-hmm. but um they it's still the same sort of it's still the same shit you know um, but the reason why we fuck with a family guy, South Park, all that shit is because they're still funny. Like they're still hilarious. You know, um, Simpsons just aren't, you know? Yeah. I mean, like I said, I haven't watched it in forever. So yeah, I'm going to um, take your word for it. So, so anyways, yeah, <laughs> supernatural. Do you want me to go again? Or do you have um, so I'm watching a show right now that, and, and I, I put this on my 18 list because I, I feel like there are still seasons going, going on in 18. Or maybe the last season came out, the beginning of 18. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know what? Anyway, yeah. so the show uh, Queen of the South. Yeah, yeah, I've heard good things about this. Yeah, yeah. so I yeah. believe season two came out in 18. Yeah. Um, season one was great. Good storyline, good action. The acting is not incredible, mm-hmm. but it's a good enough show that you look past some of the not so great performances and you're like it's still a good show yeah it goes on my worst list because season two i thought you know again it it goes back to um to house of cards high expectations like season one was really good season two the writing is going to be better the acting is going to be better the storyline is going to develop um the complexities of like the situations the characters get into um you know plot twists are going to develop uh season two they really leaned into Hey, we're not gonna get. We're not gonna care too much about like the acting. Yeah, we're not gonna really care too much about the storylines or or, mm. or putting our characters in realistic situations. Yeah, every situation that the characters are, like ran into, every obstacle they came across, you knew that they were they were gonna overcome it. Yeah, there was gonna be no obstacle like, hey, we're stuck here for a little bit. We're gonna have to work our way through this. We're gonna have to solve this. It was. We're in a building, you know, obviously the show is about uh, drug cartels and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, and just to give you an example of situations where, like, in real life, there would have been no way out of this. But in the show, because, because the, the characters have to escape everything they're in for the, sto- for the show to keep going, yeah, this is the type of stuff that happens. Like, they're in a building. Every exit is blocked by the DEA who's coming in to arrest them all. And their plan is, 
we're just going to go down the elevator and walk out the front. And then <laughs> and then the characters put on a hat and like tip the hat low to hide their face and they just walk out the front door. I mean, that sounds amazing. Yeah. That sounds like And it's like okay, you know, I understood that was their plan, but like it really worked, you know. And and, <laughs> really and the, now I have to watch the next episode and is, is this going to keep going? Is it going to be like this the whole series? Yeah. So the show went from really bad to being really good. Like at the end of season 2, I was just like I just want this to be over. Yeah. Um, I'm going to continue to watch the show because it's still entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the, the actress on the show, I believe her name is Alicia Braga. Yeah, she was uh, the woman from uh, uh, I Am Legend. Yes, yes. Yeah, Sexy yeah. as fuck. So I'm going to keep watching the show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, made, it, it went from being on my best list in 2017 to being on my worst in 2018. Mm. Hmm. Very interesting. Interesting yeah. swing there. Um, I'm, I'm going to have a show here to wrap this up uh, about the worst shows of 2018. Um, that uh, it's not conventional pick, um, but it's a pick that I think is necessary because we need uh, we need uh, people to stop trying to choose like th- they need to stop trying to speak for the people or forcing things onto the people. I bring to the front of the court. Megan Kelly. Yeah. I bring to the front of court Megan Kelly. Um, the reason why I bring her to the front of the court is because I think she's one of the last high profile people that I feel like was just forced on the public. Like nobody was clamoring for fucking Megan Kelly to be everywhere on fucking NBC. Nobody gave two shits about that, but they forced her on us anyways and then paid her an obscene amount of money in the process 23 fucking million dollars a year she hasn't thrown a pass in the nfl yet i don't understand why you're paying her 23 million dollars a year if she's not spinning the goddamn ball all right she's not spinning the rock (laughs) um but uh but uh, her obviously her megan kelly today um was canceled uh because quote unquote because of some you know comments about blackface bullshit the reason why you canceled megan kelly today is because negative 18 people watched her show per week you yeah. know it was they garbage. saw a way out of that contract <laughs> just like the ravens see a way out of the joe flacco contract they're like we gotta you, let you, you go hurt your back man. i'm sorry yeah. you just gotta you know injuries what are you gonna do you know <laughs> um uh so uh yeah um, and I think this is the last big time that I think we're going to really see this, that the uh, mainstream, I don't even want to say media, mainstream entertainment apparatus trying to force somebody, especially in, in, into like the, the whole like daily show kind of shit, the situation, trying to force somebody into that spot and not even somebody that we even fuck with. Like, so for instance, if they were to take some like major YouTuber mm-hmm. and then put them on, okay. That's something understandable. There's a fucking core audience for that, right? Take fucking Megyn Kelly from Fox News where her average, the audience age was, uh, you know, 211. Like that's that's their average age for her, for her audience. And you think that that's going to translate to like, oh, hey, that means that everybody wants to watch Megyn Kelly since these old fucks want to watch her. Yeah. No, nobody has a fucking appetite for Megyn no. Kelly. Like nobody does. Um, those old guys were watching her on mute. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I don't know I what mean, the, man, most 20, likely yeah, 23 million a year. I yeah, mean, that's did, insane. Yeah. Did she ever hit like a receiver in the back corner of the end zone? No, in the she fourth didn't. quarter? She never, never she never did that. She never scrambled up the middle before, wow. you know, for, for a first down. She or never a hit a game winning shot. She never hit a game winning shot. Never. It never happened. 
And it's I, crazy. If she did. I'd be like, okay, I see it. I see it. But she didn't. She never did. Um, okay. So that, that concludes our worst shows list. Do we want to do best shows or do we want to just flip the movies? Worse, worse than the movies. Let's do best shows. Best shows. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll pop this off. Uh, my first one is Explained on uh, Netflix. Yeah. The reason why I say Explained is because it's not just for the show itself, although I think it's a pretty decent show. Um, but it's for this idea of spreading knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that I think I want to get to a arena and this kind of ties back into what I was saying as far as like seeking um, the truth, you know, that I think that there are kind of two types of people in the world right now, people who accept what they're given and people who want to seek out the truth, you know, and I think you know, watching things like explained, but not just solely explained, watching a lot of fucking other things, watching, watching documentaries, watching um, analysis, you know, of, of situations of, of, of history. I think that goes a long way in understanding the truth because the truth uh, is sort of malleable, right? Uh, where uh, it takes a lot of research to find the truth. And the reason why it does is because if you go to one source, for the truth you're even if they were to do the best job possible they cannot give you the full recollect, uh, recollection of the truth right yeah um and uh you know some say that like, there's like objective truths yada yada but i, I think that in alternative order, truths uh, alternative facts you know <laughs> if you're a yeah, alternative, alternative facts, facts this year or that was last year right alternative what, facts was, was 2017 it, uh, you know what? it was 17 it was 17 yeah yeah, yeah I'm okay because sure, yeah. that was like right after he got into like office yeah into office where uh making was it at the end the bottom of 17 or the top of 18 no no it, it no i don't i don't think either i think it was actually mid to early 17 that that was said you think so? it was, uh, kelly and facts. conway said that on uh on msnbc or no not MS, yeah msnbc she yeah. said that uh, like Chuck she Todd looks just like um uh who's that who's that old motherfucker we just saw the movie from the mule Oh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, she's Clint Eastwood with a blonde wig on. Don't they look very similar? I I guess. Who's I, yeah. fucking her? I, well, she does have a husband, but... Uh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah I, I don't even think about that. He uh, probably feels like Ben Affleck did in uh, Gone Girl. <laughs> like, I am trapped here in, in this marriage. I would have to assume, yeah, she doesn't seem like a pleasant soul to me. No, uh, could you imagine yeah. holding... Kellyanne Conway at night <laughs> on a cold winter's night and she's even colder than it is outside. <laughs> Why am I getting colder? Yeah, she's like the fucking ice king. <laughs> yeah, uh, all, all those people are terrible people, but nonetheless, uh, long story short, I, I have a very deep thirst for, for, for knowledge and, and, understanding things and i think explain again it's not perfect uh by any means but it's an example of making an effort to like understand the world better uh, and truthfully um so uh shout out to explain yeah so on that same note um on my list of like best shows and movies of 2018 uh i obviously had a lot of tv shows mostly like drama action thriller type stuff right Mm -hmm. but when i look back at the year what did i really enjoy watching the most Mm -hmm. that was part two of planet earth Mm, with uh neil degrasse tyson yeah yeah it was uh it was incredible i mean when you when especially when you understand how much went into putting together that series yeah um 
how much time you know like over 10 years of film yeah. was was put together to um to create planet earth one and two and i i think i watched that more than anything like mm. i would watch the same segments over and over just because it's fascinating learning about you know the, the planet that we live on yeah and it's vastness mm. right both you know above sea level below sea level yeah to me, that was probably a part. Planet Earth Part Two is probably one of the best pieces of uh, content created in 2018. Like, mm. I, I generally want to go out and um, I don't know if I'm gonna get the box set DVDs because it's probably gonna all gonna be digital and streaming. Yeah, if you get a box set DVD at this particular point in time, <laughs> you're just you really, willfully wasting money. You really need to reevaluate your life. Yeah, I feel like you're you're making very questionable choices with your life. Like, yeah. I just don't. Well, why would you go out and buy an actual physical? Like, there's just no purpose to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe the digital catalog, but yeah. so I, I just remember. Remember, um, I used to watch it with my daughter all the time. Yeah, and she, you know, she's she's young. She's two and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we would just watch it. Watch the, we'd watch the birds and the fishes, and you just learn so much about your planet and what like amazing stuff for children, right? Yeah, to to see and to learn. Um, Again, looking back at the year of, of all the great movies and shows, that came to the top of my list, surprisingly. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. Um, I'm going to go next with uh, The Good Place, uh, season three. Uh, the Good Place is one of those shows that I tried to watch back in 2017, and, and I got into it a little bit, but so it wasn't because I didn't enjoy the show. It was because I, I just, for whatever reason, it just did not reoccur to me to go back and watch it. But I made an effort this year to go back and, and, and really watch the show. Uh, and I would have to say that Michael Schur definitely has another show on his hands. He had Parks and Rec, which was obviously one of the all-time great comedies of all time. All-time great comedies of all time. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. Um, great comedies of all time uh, is Parks and Rec. Uh, and he has another one in The Good, uh, the good Place. Uh, it's a show that I love simply because um, it, it deals a lot with philosophy, like directly. Uh, and I, uh, I eat that shit, uh, eat that shit up because I think the, I think it's through sort of philosophical sort of, uh, debates that we can kind of get to an interesting place of understanding of situations. Right. Cause I think, uh, I think philosophy helps us empathize, right. Saying, Hey, what if you're stuck into this situation? What would you do? Or like, how do you go about dissolving this particular situation? If this was what you were in, you know what I mean? And it helps people sort of empathize like, Oh, like when you actually think about other scenarios and other situations, like how would you react in those situations? It forces you to think about, Oh, what if you actually were stuck in a particular situation? How do you actually get out of it? You know, and it, and people who actually are in those situations, it forces you to, to appreciate the fact that it's not easy for them to, to, to be in those situations. So, uh, so shout out to, to the good place and, uh, Michael sure. Yeah. Th- that's one I haven't, um, seen, but yeah, I've heard good things about it. Yeah. Um, so that might be on my list of, uh, and you know what I don't utilize enough? Mm. The, like the watch list on Netflix, you know, like uh, no, stuff, I'll stuff never. I want to watch. I will never, I feel like it, it may fill up quickly. No, I'll but never I trust should, anything that Netflix it. ever tells me. No, no, no. Because I know like, some crazy It's the one algorithm. you can create for yourself. Like the what stuff, like the list you create for yourself. Like, hey, I want to watch this. I oh, watch you this. mean like there's like a, uh, like a f- saved whatever. Like, yeah, like, oh, like, like your okay. favorites list. Yeah. Okay, that's true. I need to yeah. use that. 
because okay. I see so many things on Netflix. Like, yeah. and most of them are documentaries mm-hmm. that I want to watch that I'll just end up like forgetting to watch. Gotcha. Um, so I need to use that. Yeah. Um, I said this earlier. Mm-hmm. I'll go back to it. Ozarks. Mm. Uh, definitely on my best shows list of uh, of 2018. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jason Bateman. Yeah. Fantastic actor. Fantastic actor. Yeah. And I went back and I watched, um, what was it? Uh, Game Night? <laughs> it was oh, a yeah, movie, movie with him and um, uh, uh, McAdams, Rachel yeah, McAdams. Rachel McAdams yeah. yeah. And it's like the way, and this this is just a, a characteristic of, of a great actor, right? Or the test of a great actor. You can do this romantic comedy, whatever movie, like Game Night, and then deliver Marty Bird. Mm-hmm. You're, that's when you're good. That's when yeah. you know you're good. Um, the way he plays this character in in uh, in Ozarks, um, the writing in the show, the cast, like so, some of the cast members, you would have like the I forget her name, the young girl in in the show. I'm not sure. Um, the blonde girl, she works really closely with Marty. I, I, I forget her name right oh, now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she was actually in another show that I'm watching right now, which is Maniac. Does she um, still have that like very ugly like cry <laughs> facial expressions? Horrible. Yeah, she really she she had the worst cry face of the year. Yeah, it's yeah. horrible. It's, it's bad. Um, yeah. but it does feel like Illinois, right? This person's definitely from Illinois. <laughs> that, that face is Why very is that? Illinois. Hey, look, hey, look uh, not not Ch- Chicago. Yeah, people from hey, Chicago. Listen. I appreciate you guys. I, yeah. I don't. Uh, Rain does not speak for me here. Right? So if, if you're from Chicago, particularly the South Side, not this, this is outside of Chicago city limits. We're talking about this yeah. is rural, rural Illinois. Rural. Um, but anyway, great show, great writing, yeah. very good casting. Yeah. Uh, everything about like, and again, there there were no, there wasn't, it wasn't like action packed. There was no like huge thriller suspense. It was just consistently good writing, yeah. good dialogue, good uh, like situations, good challenges and obstacles for the characters. Um, both like you know, personal gro- mm-hmm. like challenges, you know, both growth challenges. And situational challenges throughout the show that kept you coming back to like binge watch episode after episode. Yeah, this, this Ozark season two is another show that, or another thing that just reminds me of how much I should just not listen to critics, right? Um, because if you go, you know, on everybody's list of best and worst shows, um, they uh, they consistently reference Ozark season two, and it's a very deep mystery as to why. I don't understand it. It, it, There is nothing about season two. In fact, it's very similar to season one um, in terms of, you know, their the trajectory, you know, Um, they and they do take you on a kind of a different ride, but it's still sort of the same vibe, you know. So it's a mystery. Uh, And Ozark was my is on the top of my list for the for the best show of the year. Um, uh, But uh, one thing I just figured out is in and I think I've said this before they clearly mimic themselves after breaking bad. Right. But another way, that N- they, not a bad show to follow, not a bad show at all, to, uh, at all to follow. Why can't I speak right now? <laughs> follow. Um, uh, but another way that they mimic themselves after breaking bad is they grabbed, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Marty Bird, uh, Jason, Bateman. Jason, Bateman. um, and he is just like Brian Cranston in that he came from this really sort of comedic world and then with Breaking Bad, he turned into this sort of like, sort of like a great drama actor, you mm-hmm. know. 
Uh, and I think it's the same turn with Jason Bateman, like where, you know, you're used to seeing him in these sarcastic, funny roles, um, you know, date night, uh, 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 what's in the, what's the, what's the one where they got horrible bosses. Yeah. Uh, you're used to seeing him in those type of environments. And then he flips the switch with Marty Bird, you know, um, on Ozark. So I think, uh, I think they really are just basically just, uh, uh, not, as good version of Breaking Bad is is is, is what uh, Ozark is, but still fantastic nonetheless. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Narcos. Mm-hmm. That was eighteen, right? It's season three, I believe. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think so. And then there's yeah. like the uh, the spinoff, like the Narcos Mexico. Um, I think I'm pretty sure it's season three, right? No, uh, Narcos Mexico or is, is um, different. It's it's like a new storyline. No, I know, but I think that counts as season three of Narcos. Right? Does it? I think so. They didn't have a season three of the what is it the the el chapo yeah storyline yeah i thought that was coming well oh, like no, where I that storyline yeah. now turns into these the storyline about the uh the, the that the two brothers i don't know i didn't watch it though oh anyway yeah. so narcos definitely uh one of the best shows of 2018 yeah um the the pablo story mm-hmm. incredible like the actor who played Pablo, and this is going back to seventeen, but the actor who played Pablo Escobar on that show, I mean, pulled it off. And yeah. it, it wasn't just that he looked apart and and and, and that he was, um, you know, up from the right country, had the right mustache, he looked apart. No, it <laughs> was, mustache. yeah, that mustache was was you had to land the mustache. Like yeah. it's like, and this is a terrible reference here, but it's like the Hitler mustache, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you can't. Change that, you know. Everybody can't come knows with the full goatee. Like, yeah, hey guys, I'm Hitler. You can't give Hitler. You, you can't do a, a a movie about Hitler and give him a beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, a, and a man bun. No, so, <laughs> but so everything about him um, just just stuck. You know, stuck to landing, as you said earlier. Um, Narco season three, then moved on, um, or at least the most recent one. Uh, the the was it season two or three? Fuck, it's been so good. It's it kind of yeah, blends together. Yeah. Um, so the storyline where they talk about the brothers um, who were not necessarily bigger than Pablo, mm-hmm. um, but at least here in the U.S., they were they were like the guys that were really moving more drugs. Pablo mm. was more international. Yeah. Um, the storyline there was phenomenal. And then the most recent Narcos um, that just dropped uh, about Mexico, which stars Michael Pena. Mm-hmm. A, a, another just continuation of great casting. Mm-hmm. Great writing mm-hmm. um, and truth to the to the story, right? Because this stuff is built off of real events, real people. Um, you can tell that the people on Narcos mm-hmm. do their research. Yeah, so much so that you know, I think it was last year one of the uh, one of the set coordinators mm-hmm. uh, or the locations um, production people uh, didn't he get popped for what? I think he got. I think somebody got him. I think he was like on oh, location. shot. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. I think. Um. Thanks. I think he got. He got like killed or like murdered or whatnot. And mm. I'm not saying that's what makes the show so good. <laughs> <laughs> but they do their yeah, research yeah. so much yeah. so where people get shot. Someone yeah. gets caught up. Yeah. Hey. When you're in Juarez, yeah, Mexico uh, or yeah. <laughs> Medellin or do as they do yeah. or Bogota, yeah, you um, might get you might get popped. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm gonna run through my last two shows here because uh, you you already took uh picked off my uh my my top show here mm-hmm. which is Ozark. My next two shows, uh, Atlanta and Daredevil. I think that these two shows very different in, uh, you know, in, in how they're received. Uh, uh, but have 
just excellent content nonetheless. I think season two of Daredevil um, was a, an extremely down. You, you're right. I think you have might be on something with this season two of the Netflix shows. They just I can't get season two correct uh, for for their life, uh, except for maybe with Iron Fist. Some would argue that Iron Fist season two is better than season one. Um, but that was a very low bar to set. So it wasn't really, uh, you're not really doing anything with that. Um, uh, but season three of Daredevil was not only just a return to their season one form, but I would dare say rivaled it in terms of its intensity, in terms of its storyline, very captivating storyline. Definitely the intensity. Um, and uh, it was just an excellent the acting was great. Uh, you know, the, 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 all the storylines that they brought in were very nuanced. Um, and then on the flip side of that, you have Atlanta, which season two was a very interesting take uh, on, um, you know, on what they built from season one. Um, and it took you to a lot of different places. They had a lot of very one-off kind of weird episodes in season two, which were weird, but were good. Um, but then also I, I would say that it left you thinking nonetheless, like, mm-hmm. it, 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 you know, and, and I think that's all you can really ask of any show is to l- leave you thinking about what's, you know, what, what they're trying to say. Um, and I think Atlanta did a great job about that, about leaving with this lasting impression of, hmm, I at least can like process, you know, I have to process what I just yeah. watched, you know? So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I uh, explain the good place. Uh, Atlanta, Daredevil, and Ozark. It's my top five. Okay, yeah. uh, I had one more on my uh, on, on my top list. Mm-hmm. Um, I may talk through it, or we might be able to move on. Uh, you know what? Game of Thrones. But yeah, this has been debunked. That was seventeen. Really? Yeah. Damn. God, did you watch anything in eighteen, or did you just watch everything from seventeen in eighteen? I think I just watched a lot of Marvel shit on Netflix <laughs> in, in 18, which is why my list was a lot of Marvel. Yeah, yeah. But no, I could have swore that ended in like January, 17. February of 18. Oh, yeah. well, glad we did. Oh, that. it might have ended, but uh, I guess you would. Yeah, I guess it depends on what you would consider it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. We, we, we can we can move on. Yeah. All right. Uh, shall we go into the uh, the worst movies of the year? Let's do it. Let's do it. Still. Um, I'm going to start with Venom. If you don't Stop mind, I'm picking off my list, man. <laughs> you, you get out of my head, Gary. For those who watch Anchorman too, I didn't. I didn't watch that. Yeah. I, oh, you know what? I actually did um, try and watch Anchorman, the, the first uh, one, the first one mm-hmm. the other night. I maybe no. You know, I think I did finish it. You um, it? Yeah, it wasn't good. Now, and I'll, maybe and I'll say, it was good when it came out. Like no, 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 no. maybe seven good. years ago. Let me explain to you. When I first watched it the first time, I thought this was complete and utter utter nonsense. You have to watch it a few more times before, but it it, it grows to legendary status once you let it marinate. I'll say that. I, I promise you, because the same thing happened to me. Yeah. Uh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> you know, I you know, I'm, I'm, I may take your word for it. I may yeah. give it one more chance, but yeah. it just wasn't funny. Yeah. Um. You made me lose my train of thought. What, what, uh, do you, what did you do to me? Venom. Venom. Yes. Uh, I mean, way to burn through good story. Mm-hmm. Fuck, <laughs> fuck you, Venom. Fuck you, whoever produced, edited, wrote. Maybe not the writer. I'm not gonna blame it on the writer. I'm not gonna blame it on Tom Hardy. Maybe blame it on the writer. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll give maybe some I don't know. It's, it's hard to say when you watch a movie. Other than maybe Suicide Squad, that was the only movie you could. I think of recent, you could really tell that. Oh, this had this was just in the edit. They they sat down and were like, 
How let's do we do some crazy yeah, shit? Let's, let's get crazy with yeah. this. Um, yeah. But Venom, I mean, again, so much story there, so much either backstory to tell, so much um, perspective and angle to tell. You can, again, tell the, the Eddie Brock story. You can tell the Venom story. You can tell... Um, uh, right. You know, the symbiote story, right? You yeah. could tell all different angles, and they were just kind of like, let's just tell Don't all of it. Any of that. Let's do as much of all yeah. of it as we can within, what was it, an hour and 56 minutes or something like that? Yeah. And let's well, just burn through it to, to where it's going to be very difficult for them to make a part two of Venom. Yeah. Because it's like, you got to go back and fix oh, no, the it's shit. It's not hard for them to make a part two. It's just like ticket sales would dictate if they're going to make a part two. What makes it. What to me, what made the story of Venom garbage was because there essentially was no coherent story. It was just, oh, uh, you know, the, the symbiotes come to Earth. That's not really explained well. Um, they, you know, this guy finds or the symbiote finds uh, Venom finds Eddie Brock. Mm-hmm. That's not really explained well. Yeah. Like why specifically Eddie Brock? Uh, their relationship, their relationship isn't explained well. Now they, they do have. There was chemistry as far as like it was funny watching like the interaction between them. Mm-hmm. But the, the reality is, a majority of the movie was carried just basically off of Tom Hardy's uh, performance, which yeah. is not a, like the worst thing in the world. But it's also when you have such, a, just like you said, an opportunity to tell a really sort of great story, especially in this era of superhero movies where we're getting very nuanced movies movies that you know do deep dives not just because they're superhero movies but because like they're they're human human interaction stories you know where you you get an under a better understanding of the human uh human relationship to one another through these stories um you d- you have that opportunity with venom and you just pissed it away uh in my very humble opinion yeah. Um, and, and, you know, if for anyone who listened to like the earlier podcast where we did the, the press play on Venom, I mean, you'll hear all of our thoughts in full. But, yeah. um, you know, the they had the perfect pitch. Right. Yeah. Like we're, we're right now in a space and time in which a movie like Venom should have, especially with all of the Marvel movies, you kind of had to go back and, and look at and say, hey, what was so great about Captain America? What was so great about Iron Man, Thor, um, the Hulk movies, uh, Infinity War? How did they find success? And let's take, you know, the the, the blueprint Marvel has laid out and, and overlay that onto Venom and make a halfway decent movie. Yeah. But they were like, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. No, no, we're going to... We're going to go the complete opposite way. We're going to mash a bunch of shit together and see what we get. Yeah. We're going to try to make a, a chicken pot pie. You know. <laughs> Venom is the chicken pot pie of uh, summer releases. And, and uh, not a, I, have you ever had a chicken pot pie? I, th- I think it's the I've weirdest thing in the fucking no, world. You know what? I don't, I don't necessarily enjoy chicken pot pie. I enjoy deep dish chicken. Which What's is that? Uh, it's it's similar to chicken pot pie where it's essentially it's essentially the same thing. Uh, the, I don't I don't know why it's really different. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, uh, but chicken pot pie is uh, it it's what you eat when you have ten seconds to run into the grocery store and you grab the first thing that you see. You know, uh, you see the chicken pot pie and you're for a second you're like fuck. I want to grab literally anything else. But you don't have enough time. Yeah. So therefore you grab that and you you hate yourself while you're eating. <laughs> I hate everything about this. 
but we need few food as humans. So you you know where I see chicken pot pies, and I'm just and I'm always like, yo, that will fucking kill you. Yeah, uh, gas stations. Whenever oh, of you course, see yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. When you run sushi, into- <laughs> chicken pot pies, uh, at ga- or, or peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at gas stations. Do yeah. not eat it. People who I see pick those up. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna consume this. I'm gonna yeah. put this in my body. She's I'm not like, wise. Yeah. Who the fuck? Yeah. Who, it's, who it's, raised you? <laughs> raised by wolves. Um. All right. Uh, Venom was on my list too. Is number four on my list. Let me tell you number five. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, mm-hmm. is on my list of worst movies of the year. The reason why is because it has so much promise in in the fact that you know it first. Uh, you know, first kind of big block, not blockbuster, but first major picture in years to be an all Asian cast, Asian director. Um, and the trailers kind of made me kind of hope a little bit, or at least not even the trailers, just, just the thought of it made me think, okay, this is going to be a kind of a, a neat sort of exploration into Asian culture and, um, and how it relates to like American culture and the differences between the two and yada, yada. Um, instead, we just got a standard rom-com which for the opportunity at hand was very disappointing. Um, and I want to see more of these types of efforts, but you're going to need to be like, and people were comparing this obviously to black Panther because black Panther was sat in the same boat, mostly all, um, black uh, cast, um, black director, um, very sort of high budget movie. Um, and the reason why Black Panther hit it out of the fucking park was because it was forget all that shit. It was just a dope movie. Yeah. Period. You know, there was there wasn't a person who could. Well, clearly there were people who saw it and didn't like it, but it, it was hard not to like the movie. You know, I mean, there, there's the story was great. The acting was great. Uh, uh, the uh, the the visuals were great. Um, everything was dope about the movie with Crazy Rich Asians. I think they got they got a little bit of something wrong with all of that. The, some of the acting was spotty, at, you know, at, at, at significant points. Um, the, the visuals weren't always the best. Um, the acting, or did I already say acting? I might have already said acting. I think you, uh, yeah, I think you yeah. went back. Um, uh, the storyline clearly was not that great. Uh, and I, I just don't, yeah, I just, I just, I think they, I wanted more from them. I think it was a fine movie on its own, but, Considering the hype behind it, I wanted more, so that's why it's on my list of one of the worst movies. Okay, um, I still have yet to see that. I want to. I will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've yet to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, on, on the list of uh, all my, it's not going to be on Netflix. I would imagine, at least not anytime soon. I have no idea. I don't. I don't know what it's on. If it were, that'd be on my list. Yeah. Um, the Predator. Mm. I told you I watched that movie. Yeah. Um, again, it was one of the, Predator is one of the movies. It's kind of like. Rambo, uh, you know, any like shoot 'em up, Fast and Furious, Transformers, like those types of movies where you walk in with, uh, I'm not going to say low expectations, but uh, uh, realistic expectations of what you're going to get, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm not going to get touchy feely, emotional uh, shit when I'm watching Predator. I'm not going to get, uh, ju- you know, incredible dialogue you know i'm not gonna get this fantastic beautiful cinematography the score is not gonna be as beautiful uh original creations right or or original uh, music i'm gonna get shit blowing up aliens 
attacking motherfuckers and big guns, right? Helicopters, yeah. blasting people. That's what I'm going to get. Realistic yeah. expectations. Yeah. This movie couldn't even meet those <laughs> moderately low realistic expectations. Like, I just want aliens and predator or predators sn- sneaking up behind stupid people and sl- slap, uh, slashing their heads off and shit blowing up. A little bit of good dialogue, decent storyline. Like, just give me that. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Give me that for two hours. That's all yeah. I need. They couldn't even deliver on that. Yeah. Um, and and again, here's an here here's a movie where, like Venom, mm-hmm. the path has already been laid. There have been really good Predator movies in the past, so it's like debatable. But what okay. the original Predator Schwarzenegger? No, but that's that's like yeah, that, a- that, alien versus Predator. One, but it's it's like okay, if if I if uh, it's no different. alien versus Predator was really good. I'm gonna pretend like you didn't just say that, but uh, what? Again, I'm, I'm it wasn't like Oscar I'm, worthy, but it was good. I'm gonna the, pretend like the you one didn't with Sanaya Lathan. I'm gonna pretend like you didn't just say that. Uh, you're, you're tripping. I'm not tripping at all. But uh, better than Dunkirk. <laughs> I'm also gonna pretend like you didn't just say that. Well, is Dunkirk um, good? Dun Dunkirk should have won the Oscars last year. Because I keep up. seeing that as like one of the things I like, can can watch on my Amazon Prime thing. Um, but I, I, I just watch. Oh, it, 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 it's essentially to me, it's the best depiction of war. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can argue the whole saving, saving private Ryan like scenario. Um, but to me, this was like the most in- intense. If you were in war, it, it basically just puts you in it. Like yeah. you're there, like, you know, and I think that that think of it. Christopher Nolan is good with intensity, right? He, mm-hmm. he he's think of the dark knight right just in the movie boom 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 one crazy scene after another you're just like oh shit how's like this gonna work out yeah that's essentially okay that but within because last night it was either between dunkirk or inception and i was like yeah so i just went with inception if you watched inception before just watch dunkirk you've never seen it you've watched inception countless times i'm sure i didn't want to have to think too much you know i wanted (laughs) to so you watch inception (laughs) but i've seen it five times so i know it's coming you know i know that it's a dream within a dream you know yeah you you should watch low low thought level you should watch okay i'll watch it Um, my 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 membership ends january 3rd so before then (laughs) i'll definitely watch it check it out um yeah uh but uh, you know um if you take like it's different if you make a venom right and you're mocking it after other superhero movies right it's a different character told uh, with the same sort of just like you said overlay of the the blueprint for the for the for the other movies that have already come before it mm-hmm. but if you're doing that for predator the really the to me the only good pl- predator movie was one and I'll, I'll hear arguments about two you know i can hear the argument that two was also a good movie yeah, i didn't was the one with like danny, glover. danny glover yeah, yeah we're there in the city um i didn't particularly like it all that much but I, i'll still hear the argument for that if you're making another predator movie called the predator and you're just basically taking the overlay of the first movie because that was the one you should follow the blueprint for. Why are you making a predator? Yeah. Like th- there's no justification. It's, it's, a, for this. it's, it's ca- the same thing. Grab. I understand it's a cash grab, but I'm saying in terms of it being a good movie or not, like what, like you have to give me something different. You can't just yeah. take the overlay of the first one and be like, all right, we're going to make, cause it, you can't do it better. Why are you doing it? If you can't do it better than the first one, you don't have Arnold Schwarzenegger. You don't have fucking uh, Carl Weathers, big fucking muscle ass, you know, yeah. to, to, you know, you don't have Jesse Ventura. Like, you don't have any of those elements. What the fuck are you like? No, 
Just leave it. They have a guy else. from uh, uh, Key and Peele. Tight. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, well, fantastic. N- and not that he's a bad actor, but when I saw him in this movie, I was like. It's Michael Keegan. I was like, oh, you know, really? Yeah. You know, again, he's a good actor, but he's not someone I'm really looking for in Predator. Yeah. And he was very comedic. Yeah. In, in, which I'm, I'm not looking for that. No. In just give me Why the are shit. you trying to give me comedy? And if it, and if it's comedy, Predator. it's going to have to be ironic comedy. Like it's yeah. got to be comedy that's just like funny because like it's like situationally like funny. In the first one where in the first Predator where you know Arnold Schwarzenegger would drop some sort of stupid one liner after you know killing something or somebody. You know, that's the only comedy that I'll accept yeah. in a Predator movie that but I'll acknowledge. Like, and like throughout this movie, they try to like force comedy into certain situations when it just wasn't, uh, it, it just didn't fit. Yeah. Um, again, I, I just think it was a huge drop. Like this yeah. could have been, this should have been very easy. The meeting should have been like, all right, guys, everybody have a seat. Thanks for coming. We're going to do another Predator movie. Uh, big guns, fine, big guns. We're going to do a lot of explosions. Um, small little plot twist here and there somewhere. Maybe uh, the predator gets some chick pregnant. <laughs> human predator. Uh, uh, um, sounds like you got an Oscar. Yeah, man. human yeah. predator mix yeah. to create some ultra predator. Yeah. Uh, the end. Why would it make it an ultra predator if they're combined with human? No, that would make it worse. Yeah, it would I don't be, know. Maybe it would be less. Maybe than what it is now. Gets Tom Brady. The only pregnant. thing that's gonna happen, <laughs> the only thing that happens when a predator gets a human pregnant is then now the a predator is going to have social anxiety. They're going to be on Twitter a lot. <laughs> Instagram. Uh, Instagram. How many followers do I have? I'm going to kill more people who don't. I'm going to kill everyone who doesn't follow me. Um. All right. So, uh, I'm going to just run through these last three because they're all. Netflix movies, um, the After Party, which is with uh, the rap artist Kyle. Kyle. Yeah, uh, that I appreciated what it tried to do, but it's just still was a bad. And keep in mind, of course, like like I've said at the top of this, this is of the movies I did watch. Okay, um, so it might be better than some other movies, but of the movies I watched this year, this was one of the worst. Um, Princess Switch. I watched this because it was, uh, you know, I was chilling. You know, it was like, I think, not Christmas Eve, but it was like maybe a, a, a day or two before Christmas. Uh, you know, it just felt like a very, like, let's watch a Christmas movie, right? Now, we should have stuck. There's a reason why the classics are the classics, right? It's so, because they won't steer you wrong, you know? Uh, they're as good as you remember them as, right? Um, the Princess Switch was an effort to try to step outside that wheelhouse. And obviously, like we saw the preview of it. We knew what we were going to get. <laughs> and it was one of those cheesy kind of B-movie Christmas movies that for some reason they keep giving the budget for every year. Uh, and it was everything about that and then kind of even worse uh, in a way. Uh, it just was not good. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Um, but forget all those. Forget all the movies that I even mentioned so far. The worst movie that I've seen this year that... It's mind-boggling how they made such a bad movie given all the elements involved. It's a very big mystery. That's Wait, cool. let me guess. Oh, yeah. Mm, is it... Give me the category. Science fiction. Hmm. Science fiction. Yeah. Was it... It wasn't Annihilation. I think you like oh, that. Come on. That's yeah. going to pop up on the list. Not this list. Okay. Um, fuck, I don't know. Give it to me. 
The Cloverfield Paradox. I should have known. Was the worst movie maybe ever created. I don't know. It, it, I know it's up against some pretty stiff competition uh, Competition with competition. Uh, the, the room. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, with uh, The Room. Um, but uh, this might be one of the worst movies I've seen ever. Um, there's just nothing about it that made any sense. Uh, they made no. They had a, a list of actors that were that were well known actors and actresses um, that, for all intents and purposes, should have knocked it out of the park. They somehow were all terrible in it. Um, the cinematography was garbage. Uh, the 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 plot was just again nonsensical. It it didn't really make any effort. It was as if they took a really bad sci fi movie, um, and they were like, oh, I guess we can repurpose this for the uh, Cloverfield, you know, franchise. The, and the Cloverfield franchise is fantastic. the The first Cloverfield movie was great. It was like mm-hmm. the, the and I sent us on the BLT podcast. Uh, it, it was as if they it, it, the Cloverfield movie, the original one, was the end of the found footage era. It, it to me, it began with Blair Witch and it ended with Cloverfield as the two bookends for that era. After that, nobody should really try that again. <laughs> I know they have, yeah. right? They shouldn't, right? Because you're not going to get better than what what happened in between that time. Yeah, span. it's like dubstep, you know. It was, yeah. it, it, it was cool, you know. Uh, but let's, uh, let's no let one should ever do it again. Don't don't make a dubstep <laughs> CD in um, 2019. Yeah. Uh so uh and then the second one 10 Cloverfield Lane with John Candy um or not John Candy. John Goodman. John Goodman. Yep. Um uh it was a fantastic psychological sort of thriller kind of situation, but it still fit just very well within the, it was just, it was a, it was a different sort of lane than mm-hmm. Cloverfield, but it's still somehow it fit, fit it fits within, within the, within the greater story. Absolutely. Yeah. This was, I guess maybe their attempt to try to maybe explain a little bit of it. And yeah, I just, I, there's something in my gut that just gets a bad feeling when I think about the movie, you know, a movie's bad, Mm-hmm. When you have a physical reaction after yeah. watching it, like when you just like, don't uh, feel good. When like, you have to take a shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I gotta get this thought out of me somehow. I, the, my body, the only way it knows how is to either throw up. Yeah, or I'll shit. be back. Yeah. I just thought about that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you have just, Charmin Ultra Quilted <laughs> Three Ply. <laughs> it just does not leave you with a good feeling. But uh, but that is my list. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians, Venom, The After Party, The Princess Switch, and by far Cloverfield Paradox was the worst movie I've seen in 2018. That's a good list. Yeah. Uh, are we on and uh, or upwards and onwards to the best movie? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's cap it off. Okay, uh, I'll go first here. Uh, and I'll go first by stating what my uh, honorable mentions are. Because there are so many fucking good movies this year that I mm-hmm. feel so bad that I you know, decided to make a top five list uh, that I, I really do just have to give honorable mentions to, to these movies because they didn't miss the li- list. Wait, what? <laughs> give, what? What did you just... Honorable mentions... <laughs> Yo, you it's mumbled, early in you, the morning, all right? You mumbled through that entire shit. <laughs> no, but the, I, I want to give honorable mentions to these particular movies because they didn't make the top five, but they didn't miss them missed the top five by far mm-hmm. uh they were close uh first is a, a quiet place excellent movie john krasinski has uh, i think a great future as a uh, writer and director yeah i have um, that on my list hereditary uh one of the most terrifying movies i've seen in years uh and i hate terror you know uh, um, horror movies but 
this has been the first one that stayed with me after <laughs> after I watched it. I had trouble sleeping for a good solid. I still have trouble sleeping because of this goddamn movie. Um, uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, I thought, was a very underrated film. Yep, uh, I have that very, on my list very too. Very excellent movie. Um, Black Klansman, I thought Spike Lee... I was skeptical going into it because mm-hmm. I'm like Spike. Don't give me the same shit you always give me, and he kind of gave you the same shit. But it was just re- it's just a really good. Movie. It was the best of you know the, Spike the same Lee. shit. Well, I wouldn't say it's the best Spike Lee movie ever. No, watched, no, 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 not. But the I would best. say of the recent movies he's put out, uh, this is clearly the best of them. Yeah. Um, uh, and then uh, Sorry to Bother You is also another one of my uh, the, the movies that I didn't make the list. But yeah, you knocked just, uh, about uh, three off of uh, three or four off of my list. My apologies. No, no. All right. Um, do you want me to go directly into my top five or do you want to you want to start it off? Uh, so I'll, I'll I'll start off with. Um, shit, you kind of you kind of fucked me here. <laughs> Fuck me into a corner. Well, well talk talk about any of the, <laughs> yes, uh, right? Yeah, talk about any of those movies, even if I did say it, because so, I only mentioned them briefly. I didn't. So, I didn't go in depth. Yeah. So, uh, well, I'll do this. So, obviously, Black K Black KKK Klansman, Black Klansman, Black Klansman. Okay. So, again, really good movie. The best work Spike Lee's done in a while, so I, I fully agree with you on that. Uh, I think what made Mission Impossible Fallout so good is that they gave you what you would anticipate from a Mission Impossible movie—a very complex um, mission with very complex villains. They almost lost me. They almost lost me with uh, Mission Impossible Fallout because the first twenty minutes mm-hmm. are terrible. They're terrible. And it made what? me question why. Tom Cruise decided yeah, to come back. You, I was you said that on the last podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I think the I think the movie was good. Like even the first no, because nothing really makes sense at the beginning, and it's all rushed. And you're like, I hope this is not the rest of the movie. And it turns out it is not the rest of the movie. And the rest of the movie it goes on to be very very very, well. very great. Yeah, yeah. but um, uh, yeah, I, I love what they did with uh, you know the character with Tom Cruise's character Ethan Hunt, um, kind of like taking you throughout the course of his career, right? Whereas yeah. You know, he's MI is MI MI five MI six. The one that came out right before this. Uh, well, no. What what is their um their their program called? The Impossible oh, Mission. Oh, MI six. Yeah. Is MI six? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. MI six. Um, I think they kind yeah, of. I'm pretty sure it's MI six. Bring you full circle through like his career, right? He's mm-hmm. been with MI six for years, and he's sacrificed family, his friends, his personal life, time and time again. His country has uh, as um. Henry Cavill's character said disavowed uh, him. They've they've burned him. They've turned their back on him. Now you get to really see like Ethan Hunt just kind of like, fuck it. You know, I'm if you're in my way, I'm going to run you over as he did in the scene where he's in the car. And then the girl um, who, you know, was his like Elsa. love interest in the movie. Yeah. Elsa. It, it was. Yeah. It was debatable whether she was his love interest. But then obviously that gets clarified later. Yeah. On. Yeah. He, he definitely smashed. Um <laughs> And then he's just like, yo, if you're in my way, I'm going to run you over too. And he does. And like, yeah. to me, like, I remember seeing that scene in, in the commercials yeah. or in the trailer for the movie. And I was like, yo, this is going to be good. And it turned out to be. So, yeah. um, of course, that's on the list. I, a new one. We recently did a press play on this, Roma. Mm. I, I was kind of hesitant to put Roma on the same list as Infinity War. Yeah. Right. Um, just because, I mean, and we said this a hundred times when we did our press, press play, it was a slow burn. Yeah started very slow even when it started to pick up a little bit 
the pickup was slow, but then at a certain point, it locked you in. Right. It captivated you, and throughout the entire movie, you just get hit with just just great film, great film integrity throughout yeah. the movie. Uh, cinematography. Great word. Yeah. Great, Dude, great, I'm telling you, great I'm, word I'm, there. I'm, film I'm pulling, integrity. I'm, yeah, I like I'm, it. I'm pulling out all of the, uh, the, <laughs> the big vocab. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, throughout the course of the entire movie, beautiful cinematography the, yeah. the 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 score or lack thereof right the the use of like real sounds and real environments real music um was just masterful uh black and white i mean to execute a black and white film now you it has to be great for me to watch a black and white <laughs> film it has to be phenomenal for me yeah. to watch a black and white film and it was yeah. um so again you know i, I gotta put roma on there yeah, fair enough. Um, so I'm going to kind of roll through the, uh, the my top five uh, because we've already done press plays on all of them. So there's no reason for uh, if you, if you want to hear deep dives into all these movies, just uh, obviously go and um, yeah, listen to those press plays. Um, uh, number five. It's kind of a shared category or a shared spot. Uh, I'm going to put and these two films are related, clearly. Um, but and I, I just I couldn't choose which one I wanted to put upon the list. So I just put both on. Uh Infinity War mm-hmm. and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I think uh, both of those. If you're, if you don't, and I think I said this before, uh, you know, on the, on the BLT podcast. If if you don't consider both of those movies to be top movies of the year, then you just weren't watching films in 2018. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you were. watching. Or you're just like one of those assholes you, who just never will put a superhero movie on, yeah. on the list. Or, or you just don't want to, just because you don't want to like give to feel like your list is too like. And I, I hesitated to do it too because it's like. One of those things that doesn't need to be said. We don't need to say Black Panther. But if you're putting together a list, you have to put it on the list or you've compromised your list. (laughs) Your mission is compromised. (laughs) Um, All right. So uh, number five, uh, four on my list is Eighth Grade. um, uh, Bull Burnham um, Mm. directed film. Um, Ironically enough, the first movie we ever did a press play on. Um, I think this film just like a lot of a couple other the, the films that are on the list, uh, it, it took you through a journey uh, through somebody else's eyes and you didn't mind going on that ride. And yeah. I think that it's a, it's a talent to be able to do that, to, to, to say, hey, I know this person is nothing like you. I know this isn't maybe not a situation you're familiar with uh, or maybe you were, used to be familiar with the situation, but clearly not anymore. But you're going to enjoy the ride nonetheless. And that he did. Yeah. Um, before you before you move on to your next one. I struggled to put Roma on my list because to me, uh, best movie has to be something I'd watch again. I don't know if, if I'm ever going to watch Roma again just yeah. because it was such a, yeah. a, a slow build, right? Um, yeah. But I'm so happy I watched it because it was a great film. Yeah. Uh, same thing with the eighth grade, you know, mm-hmm. very good movie. Yeah. Um, very happy I watched it. I can't say that. I'm gonna be in a rush to watch it again. No, no, Rome was one of those things you can't um, you can't be in a rush to watch it again because it just, for one, it's just an exhausting task to try to. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a it's like a two hour movie, and it is it for all intent and purposes is you know like we said many times before is a slow burn. Um, yeah, it'll be a while before I really decide to revisit it. But maybe um, when my daughter's in the eighth grade, <laughs> <laughs> which is in what like fourteen years, yeah, uh, eleven years, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, maybe then I'll watch it again. Fair enough. Um, I mean, next on my list is uh, Creed Two. Uh, mm, I, uh, I forget. Yeah, that. yeah. I did, I did my did, I? I did my homework. Yeah, yeah I, did, I went back and I poured through all the movies that I've seen, and I and I I gave them weights. I put them into the the spreadsheet. 
you know, I raided it. No, I'm joking. I didn't yeah. do any of that shit. I just <laughs> went. I, just I, I think I thought too much to like the beginning of the year, like yeah. January, February. You know what came out in March, April that yeah. I, that I may have missed, missed some really good stuff that came out in like October, November. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm looking at it the, the the year as a whole. That's why I had to put certain movies like in, in the, um, you know, memorable or uh, in the honorable mention category, right? Because it's just like when I looked at the year as a whole, I don't know, like it's just tough for me to bump some stuff. So it's tough for me to add some stuff. And then when you get a little distance between you and the movie, like if you watch it towards the beginning of the year, you tend to forget it yeah. going towards it or vice versa. If you watch a movie at the end of the year, it hasn't sunk in with you yet yeah. enough to have like an appreciation for it. But Creed 2, nonetheless, it was the, one of the only movies to make me cry. Like I, I, I fully admit that. There were a couple of tears that were shed and it was because it just hit me a certain way. Like, I don't know if the movie is one of the technical best movies of the year, but I know that it's one of the ones that I felt like I felt it. You know, I felt the movie. Um, number two, my runner up for best movie of the year. Annihilation. OK, what it was Alex Garland's follow up to Ex Machina. Um, and I was anticipating this movie. I was waiting for it. Um, I wanted to see what he did with, uh, um, you know, w- what what he would do after Ex Machina. And he did not disappoint. Annihilation is a fantastic sci-fi movie that takes you on this really weird journey. And it's confusing, but then it becomes, it crystallizes uh, as you get deeper into the movie. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just a really good movie. And Natalie Portman does a great job. Tessa Thompson does a great job in it. And there seems to be a kind of a theme in some of these movies. And uh, it's Tessa Thompson. She's, uh, she's, she pops up a lot in, in a lot of some, great movies She's done some great work. She's been killing. She had, a, she had the 2018 to remember. Um, okay, so Annihilation is the runner-up. The first, the, 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 the best movie I've seen this year, and I'm not sure it's really even that close, it has to be Roma. We just talked about it for, 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 for a pretty lengthy amount of time. But it's just from top to bottom, there wasn't a single part of this movie or a single aspect of the movie that was lacking. It was it, 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 it was the best in all categories. The writing, the direction, the cinematography, the um, sound design, um, sound or, or um, um, not soundtrack, the uh, uh, score. score. Um, uh, they were all superior. I think they they were all uh, Alfonso Cuarón. He's working on a different level in this movie. He's exercising. It's, it's like, uh, you know, it's like when Jordan gets hot in the fourth quarter. You yeah. know, that's essentially what this movie feels like. Is somebody who's just doing great work and is doing it unconsciously. Yeah, it, it was fluid. Yeah. I, I think that's that's the word for me that comes to mind when I think about Roma. Is yeah. just a f- Fluidly great movie. Yeah. So uh, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is our full list of best worst movies shows of the year. But before we get out of here and go party like it's 2019, which was a terrible joke, uh, we will get to what the uh, the what we look forward to in the next year quickly. Arane, hit me. What are you looking forward to in 2019? Um, there. I mean, I think March and April are going to just be such amazing months you've got infinity war dropping you've got game of thrones dropping uh i think hellboy drops in that same month a lot is happening then one of the biggest movies and i don't even know if it's a big movie but just a movie i'm really looking for shaft yeah i I see i I didn't even know that they were coming out with a shot i like it 
Yo, because Samuel L. Jackson, he rarely disappoints. And again, from Shaft, you might get what you're expecting to get. Yeah. Or you might get something really good. Well, they, they said they were having all three generations of Shaft. All three. Really so weird. there's uh, yeah. the original Shaft, uh, played by Carl. Um, name might not even be Carl, but we'll call him Carl. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's Carl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then there is uh, obviously Samuel L. Jackson. And then there's a, a newcomer who plays uh, Shaft. Uh, Sh- uh, Shaft Jr. Um is, is, that's just cool to see, like three yeah. generations of shafts and um, the the spin that they're taking on it, where he's now a cyber um, cyber oh, security. Uh, is he? Yeah. Yikes! Never mind. My uh, no, I don't want to see. I don't want to see shaft. Shaft still. only works in one mode on the streets with the leather jacket. That's yeah, it. I mean, he's still gonna so have the leather jacket. And now this shaft isn't gonna be behind a computer. He's gonna be. But then what the fuck are you working he, in cyber he's security gonna be, for? He's gonna be knocking motherfuckers over the head. He's gonna be fucking eating Cheetos up at four a.m. trying to. He, he's the, crack the, some the, sort the, of the newer version. He went yeah, to MIT. Uh, I've soured on it already. No, um, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, um, real quick, what I'm looking forward to this season uh, or this next year is the final season of Mr. Robot. I think Sam Asimov is doing some some great work, and I think that if you haven't checked that out, you need to. Uh, Star Wars Episode Nine, I'm looking forward to. Um, uh, Where do you go, Bernadette? Which is a, Rink, uh, a Richard Linklater film that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really looking forward to. It's with uh, what's her name? She was in Thor Three. Kate Blanchett. Okay. Gemini Men. With uh, man with uh, English directing, but it's a Will Smith film. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. I, I think anything Will Smith put out, puts out, I'll, I'll obviously check out. Captain Marvel, of course, and Jordan Peele's movie Us. I'm looking forward to as well. The trailer looks terrifying, uh, uh, and uh, I'm going to be interested to see if he is able to sort of follow up with that. Uh, um, uh, what's the movie called? Get Out. Yes. Uh, yeah, success. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course. There's just no debate. The most anticipated thing going in 2019, period. Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Like, what do we, what yeah, do? We yeah. do? <laughs> um, so I'm going to throw out a few others up there that we could wrap. I think the Joker movie, um, the Joaquin, mm. Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix standalone Joker film. Yeah. Um, I I just have such faith in Joaquin Phoenix that yeah. um, I'm, I'm hoping that we, they deliver something great. And I know it's not just on the actor. Obviously, is you know the writing, the the production, the editing. Um, you you can't get any worse than the last Joker movie. So was, or the again, last uh, I think score. I think we go back to upwards mobility. <laughs> they can only go up here. Yeah. Um John Wick three, I just it just looks good. I think it's gonna be a, the conclusion to the John Wick story, Holly Berry's if it sells out, they'll an, 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 another one? Yeah, of course they will. I'll I'll accept the four. Yeah. Um, I can go four. Uh so John Wick three, uh uh Hobbs and Shaw, as much as you know, I'm not in love with like you know, I think The Rock is just like the the actor of the the now, right? Yeah. Um, I, I really am interested in seeing how this affects the Fast and Furious franchise. This is going to start a new franchise. Um, yeah. When I first what saw the name now? of this, I thought this was the Carl and, and Hobbs. What is it? A cartoon? Ha- uh, Hobbs oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought it was. The, was the, like, oh, the kid and the tiger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a classic cartoon growing up. Though. That shit was dope. I used to. Was it or was it just forced upon you? Was no, it the Megan Kelly of I, cartoons? That, I like that drawing. Yeah. The, the art was really good. Yeah. Yeah. It was the Megan Kelly of cartoons. Uh, and then Dark Phoenix, X-Men. Yeah, I don't know. I think you, this is it for uh for Oh, Brian, it's uh, definitely it. Brian Singer, yeah. It's definitely it. Um yeah. this conclusion better be incredible. It's not going to be. It's I've been burned 
one too many times by <laughs> X Men movies, you but gotta take I, I, will, I will go watch it. <laughs> I will go watch uh, uh, Dark Phoenix uh, as well. Yeah. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes uh, everything uh, that is 2018 and what we look forward to 2019. Thank you again. We appreciate you guys rocking with us and, and your dedication. Uh, and we will be giving you guys more content, more, more shit on the horizon for us. Uh, hey, big things going to be popping. Look for us on YouTube. That's all I'll say for now. Um, but besides that, ladies and gentlemen, be safe out there. Celebrate accordingly. Uh, do not drink and drive. Drink responsibly. All drink responsibly. All trappy New Year's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trappy New Year's. I like that. I like that. I like that way that's You never going. heard Trappy New Year's? No, I've never heard this. Uh, you know, yeah, listen to more gangster rap. I really don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, and uh, just like always, um, you know, hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. Please go check us out on if you... I don't know what you're listening to us on, but we're on Spotify uh, and everywhere else you can find podcasts. So wherever you do listen to us, please uh, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, tell people about us. Uh, 2019 is going to be a huge year for the Fade Podcast, and uh, we want you guys to be a part of it. Uh, but aside from that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, 2018. Thank You're you, great, thank you. but fuck you. We're on to 2019, uh, and we'll hit the usual protocol as we always do. Fade out. <laughs>